don't hear it. Why? Do I hear that? Oh my goodness. Welcome to Get Offset. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. <laughs> and I was trying to get the uh, intro to play and I just, uh, I don't know if it worked. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I think you're going to have to do that in post. Sucks. Uh, oh, so that means I have to re-download um, Adobe uh, Premiere because my whole my whole computer crashed on Thursday, and I had to. I'm still reinstalling everything. Yeah, I don't have anything positive to say about it. Like I, I didn't really lose anything important. I saved all my unedited demo uh, video files, but. And all my songs and stuff were already because this had happened so for like six weeks ago, <laughs> so uh, not feeling so great about my uh, my computer. Yeah, the yeah. weird thing is, like, I helped you get it fixed like six weeks ago, and it was working fine. Oh yeah, yeah, no, and then just one day it was like, no, no more, no mas, no mas, no quiero, Trey mom, yeah. <laughs> Soy muy cansado, which means I am very tired. Oh, yeah. Just suis fatigué. Nah, I actually I'm feeling pretty pretty chipper. I just really want to get some work done. Uh, <laughs> today I uh, spent most of yesterday working on my hot for my hot sauce client. That was Saturday, so it was cool. And I start a I start a new job on Monday. Nice. That's yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it's a copywriting job, and I'm uh, I'm excited. I kind of like the stuff that uh, I'll be writing about, and uh, include some of it includes podcasting. So uh, <laughs> you know a thing or two about that. Yeah, okay. subject matter experts, you know, good things. <laughs> Gotta get that mic in the good position. I just need you to be able to read the. Uh... There we go. Hey. Get off set. There we hey. go. There we go. Now we're talking. No. You're not wearing your um swell soul shirt. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm taking a week off from everyone. This is a, a fundraiser shirt uh, that Adam Roar put together a couple years ago now. I think we um, that. I think it was closer to just a year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand time anymore. No, nothing makes sense. Like I don't know how it's like two weeks to Halloween. Yep. My band's playing a show, um, a live stream gig um, up in Everett on the 29th, and we're going to treat it as our Halloween show. Nice. So we'll be dressed up, and the theme is circus. And I'll be a ringmaster, and I bought a ringmaster costume, and uh, it came with these the, the costume shows these yellow pants. It's like boots uh-huh. not included, and they're kind of like not thigh high, but like up to your calf, mm-hmm. uh, past your calf. And I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just use those and I'll just wear like some boots I already have because I don't have any tall boots and I'm not gonna yep. buy any. And I get in a friggin' course, the 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 pants only go down to where they were supposed to meet the boots. I'm like, you stupid jerks. Yep. <laughs> so now I've ordered a couple of um yellow pants that <laughs> or I'll just have to wear jeans. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Um and then uh, Jenna, the singer, is going to be a clown. I think that Isaac, the bassist, are going to be a jester. I forget what Dan's go- the drummer is going to be. We really we kept joking with him, like you should be a strong man. You should be a strong man. He's like, I don't know what that is, uh, but he picked <laughs> something else. I don't really remember what he picked. I've but never ever though. been told I was strong before, and I don't know what to do with this information. It's just he never like heard of that that genre of circus performer, or like understood like how they dress because they they dressed in like those stripy pants and stuff right. i don't really know why but that's just kind of what they did or like Artie from pete and pete which i think you you're probably too young for have you ever seen pete and pete no oh that's one i highly recommend like watching it's very 90s had a great soundtrack but uh okay. I think iggy, iggy pop was like the a dad in it and oh I, all uh, right yeah <laughs> There's some other some other cool indie rock cameos, but that that show was was very cool for being on Nickelodeon. I think shaped shaped me a lot. <laughs> okay, you saying indie rock just reminded me that I still haven't sat down to listen to the new Deep Sea Diver. 
Uh, yeah, I just really want to be able to have a moment with it. Yeah, so they're playing. I was I. Uh, so I've got just out of frame here. I've got uh, a hi-fi system. It's not being used to its full potential because the speakers are on the ground. I'd like to fix that at some point in the future. But um, and like right behind me, behind the Funko Pops is the uh, is my system. So I, anyways, ninety point three KEXP. Was been, was on for most of my day Friday when I wasn't in calls, which really means it was on for about two hours. But I heard two of the deep sea diver tracks, and one of them had me like, yeah. like I'm just sitting at my desk casually listening. I'm like, oh, that's really deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is this is it's kind of raw. It's kind of hitting me, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying to get this PowerPoint put together. I've got a presentation in ten minutes. I can't handle this. Yeah, I remember when like Adele came out with Twenty One. I had to make a rule to not listen to it at work. Like there's some music you don't listen to at work, and if it, it and it's usually the sad stuff. Like I can listen to the hardcore or the you know punk rock or whatever, but I, if I I can't listen to sad stuff. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it sounded phenomenal. It just like no. really hit me like in a weird spot. I don't even remember what the lyric was off the top of my head, but like one of the lyrics specifically is like, "Oh boy, it's uh, it's been an emotional year." Yeah. If um if 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 viewers and listeners haven't checked out Deep Sea Diver, please do, and please listen to our episode we did with Jessica and Peter from Deep Sea Diver early into the quarantine. But they're uh yeah they're like so talented. Jessica finally got her rig rundown. Yep. So that was that was well deserved. So yeah, I really want good things for them. It's it's really a farce that they're not a bigger band than they are. Yeah. No. I. All, all, nothing but good things to say about them, and uh, really excited to see them getting the attention that they deserve on this on this new album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it has been a week of a lot of new things for me, though. Oh. I'll uh, I'll we'll get to the obvious one later, the big the big one later. But um, well, I got some things from Boss. I got the OC five that I'm going to 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 demo. Nice. I got the um, Black Fountain V2 from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Nice. Yeah. So I'm really excited about those two. I'm pretty sure there's more. But um, I also got this Pocket GT. Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> I also got this Pocket GT from Boss. All right. So it's a little – it's really cool. It's, it's, a, it's supposed to be a very good learning tool. Uh, it has Bluetooth, but um, you plug basically an input source in so that with a – with just an aux cable uh-huh. and uh, you can play like YouTube videos through tutorials. You can, you know, play, pause, fast forward, rewind, and you plug your guitar and your headphones into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can add little things like reverb, distortion, some modulation, some delay. Um, I haven't really dug into it as much, but I have been reading the, I've been reading the manual Um but this is really I, – I love the cool little learning tools, like like just things that would have been really neat to have when I was coming up in guitar. I like looking at those. And my mom's relearning guitar, and she's got an electric and a Fender Mustang. And um, I think that this like this kind of tool would be cool for her or anybody learning, really. So, um, yeah, thanks, thanks to Boss for sending me this and to – old blood noise for sending me that black fountain i'm really excited to dig into it and also can we just appreciate this this mug how how cool yeah these i don't know if they're in their store right now they keep selling out i i fancy the idea of glass mugs and i want one and i don't feel like they keep i don't feel like they keep the coffee warm as long but i drink the coffee so fast so i don't really care that's pretty reasonable I don't know, i'm pretty typically pretty slow with my coffee drinking but i also am um perfectly okay with drinking room temperature coffee that doesn't bother me it depends me. on how it was made like french press and things like that i'll drink at room temperature but like mm-hmm. percolator coffee uh, i think it tastes weird at room temp yeah no i've many days of the week i end up doing a french press so yeah french yep. press i have a little um two cup aka one cup uh french press <laughs> that that's that's what i tend to break out in the afternoons if i just need like a pick me up and we've already uh-huh. run through the percolator right 
But this morning, Rick made French press because he's the best husband. He spent so much time working to try to get my computer un unbroke. Um, and uh, that's love. I would say so. Yeah. I would have just checked the computer out the window. But. Yeah, well, we still might do that. We'll. <laughs> the jury's still out. To be determined. But you're right. Honestly, we should have just picked the components that worked best and built our own. You're right. I mean, to I mean, each I mean you, you didn't you didn't tell me I should have done that instead. You said that if this continues to fail, that maybe I should look into doing that. So I don't want to make it sound like you were being like, mam, 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 I told you so. No, I, very, you've been so helpful in the computer <laughs> saga. <laughs> I, I, I try not to be that kind of a human because I'm really not that sure of myself uh, on that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Or a lot of things. But yeah, no, I mean, you've got options. It's not like it's the last computer in the world. And I mean, I've got an extra PC sitting over here that I should probably either sort out what to do with or give to somebody. And I, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I, I, at least when, when the PC, the, like, cause it's actually like, it's not a laptop. It's a real deal, real, real deal PC. Um, mm -hmm. at least when it fails, I have, you know, backup laptop that I can do pretty much everything but the video editing on. Yeah. So hard to complain too much about, you know, it's hard, it's hard for it to feel like the end of the world, which is good. I think that this year's also given me a lot of perspective. Wait. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything okay? Everything's fine. I'm sorry. I just, I had one of those like, wait a minute, why haven't I done this already kind of moments? Um, so I've got my main PC over here and it's set up as a, a, a dual boot Hackintosh. So my primary drive is a PC, and if I want to alternately boot to the other drive, it's a Hackintosh. The only thing I use it for is Logic Pro 10, uh, which I did pay for. Thank you. Um, um, a little defensive about the fact that I'm doing this, but it is what it is. Um, but I've got the dual drive boot on this thing, and I've got a slightly earlier version of the same tower over here that's not currently doing anything and i'm just now realizing i should probably just move the hackintosh drive over to this tower and that way i've got like a dedicated machine for each <laughs> maybe because i've been trying to sort out like that solves so many of my issues right now as i'm trying to sort stuff out oh my god <sighs> <sighs> solutions i know it's just like like all of a sudden like pop and why didn't I think of that sooner? Well, yeah, I mean, it's been sitting here for on my desk since before quarantine. <laughs> I just haven't done anything with it yet. It was a it was a freebie. Long story, but anyway, you figured it out. But uh, what's new with you? I see uh, something big and red. Right there, there is there is something. There's something very big and red. Um, oh yeah! So for all everyone listening at home, Andrew has a big red thing on his desk. I do. And that big red thing um, that I'm going to try not to drop into my, my pie and ice cream that I've got for breakfast. Judge me, heathens. Um, <laughs> I, I did. This is a Focusrite 18i8 that I wow. picked up for a steal. Wow. Um, I commented on the, uh, the local sales post about 15 minutes after you did when you were like, oh, maybe. And I was like, no, I want it. <laughs> I, I didn't even like, I, I waited to ask the guy if there's anything broken with it. Like until after we were talking like, Hey, uh, this is what time I'm going to pick it up. By the way, is anything wrong with it? I should ask, but it, even if there was, I, it's probably fine. <laughs> the price. Yeah. Was so uh, I got this bad boy at a uh, 150 bucks, nice. which is uh that was what the seller posted for. I didn't lowball the seller. The seller was very happy to do it. And he's like, I just want this to go someone who's going to use it. And that's um, why I'm planning on probably just using it instead of flipping it because that would be rude. But, oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of if anything is wrong with it, um, did you do that thing I asked you to do regarding your webcam after last week's episode? I could not find the menu. 
okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. No, I, I, before I got on, I was like, where is the, and it just, there's just nothing. I All can't, right. can't sort it out. Easy fix. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, back to the, the, Yes. Eighteen I eight. Yeah, what was um, it? I haven't was named it yet. I don't know if I'm going to, but I why would you name it? I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I'm tired. I'll explain why I'm tired in a moment. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited for it. It's got all those inputs plus expandable options if I want to get another unit, which I don't think I'm going to need to do. It's got everything I need. Uh, I was getting ready to to spring for a 4i4. Um, That's what I have. Which would be the, num uh, the number of inputs I'm looking for is specifically four. But then this one popped up for less than the cost of a new 4i4. I'm like, I could jump for this. And the nice thing is like, it's got, I wanted four, <clears throat> four inputs specifically and four of the imp uh, inputs on the front are the uh, XLR um, TS TRS like combo jack on the front with the dials. And like, that's all up front for my use with versus the four uh, I four is two in the front, two in the back, which isn't quite as um, exciting. So I'm like, this is great. This is like, this is exactly like, this is perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. I need to figure out how to get my doll to recognize the ones in the back of the 4i4. I just haven't, I haven't even tried. Yeah, I, uh, I've only plugged this guy in once ever so briefly to try and play with OBS. And then OBS didn't recognize any of the other extra inputs. I'm like, uh-oh. And then I realized <laughs> there's a proprietary software I've got to download. So I've got to sort out where to get that from to uh, be able to control everything and get download the extra drivers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm super, 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 super happy with this. The right as we were hopping on, I actually got a notification on a a listing. So John Snyder's been sorry. I didn't say that. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I can't John, edit that out. <laughs> I, I I'm trying to keep up. All right, <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg has been listening because I just got a notification for an 18i8 that was listed in a gear group uh, for from John Kim is the name of the seller here selling for 280. I'm just sitting here going, wow, I got a really good deal. It's like the universe <laughs> reminding me, but it really, what it really is is Mark Zuckerberg saying, Hey, Hey, you were talking about this to your wife the other day. You want to buy yeah. one? <laughs> just like sucker. I already did. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a the Seattle Gear Swap has some banging deals sometimes. There's some banging deals. I, I, it, I'm frequently finding myself going. You don't need to buy it just to flip it. Someone else is going to to buy that and love it and cherish it and have it at a really good deal. You just need to let it go. Yeah, there was a, a big drama pretty recently when someone. Um, bought a pedal on offer up and everyone was like, Oh, I wonder who got it. It was like such a good, good deal. And then the guy immediately turns around and sells it for like four times what he paid for it or like lifts it for four times what he paid for it on the gear swap. And everyone was like, you're, that's really rude. I mean, I get I, it. I get it. It's his right to do it, but it is, I agree. It's rude. Like someone either didn't know what they had, which is, you know, on them or they wanted to give it to a good home. Mm -hmm. And someone who would love it. And then you're immediately going to turn around and like try to make 150 bucks off of it. Like get out of here, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's rude um, necessarily. I do think people have every right to do it. Um, I think for me personally, I just, if I'm going to sit down and do this, I'm like, unless it's something that I've like actually, like actually used, actually put some uh, like got some use out of it and like, respected the the seller's wishes and wanting to give it to someone who's going to get use out of it. If I'm just like the next day turning around flipping it, then I, I'm going to, I would feel really weird about that personally. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's kind of the thing. Like if you try and it's just not for you and you're like, well, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of ways about it, but I yeah. think, I think, I think it's nice in gear communities to see people pay it forward versus, you know, trying to make a quick one fifty. Right. When, when it's possible. Um, I like seeing that. Um, I also like seeing, uh, people not take advantage of small businesses 
I forgot to mention to the Stephen pre-show a little bit of a little bit of drama over in the uh, the worship world side of things. Oh God! I oh, know. No drama in the P Dub world. No. Our mutual friend, uh, good friend of the show, Curtis Lamberton, um, had to publicly make an announcement saying, "Hey guys." Uh, so he's got a deal like you buy your first set and then you get a discount code for further sets. Someone was sharing that discount code with all of their friends. <laughs> Rude. It's like supposed to be like a thank you for ordering a set. We'll give you a discount on another set for you because you supported like. Yeah. Um, so uh, it sounds like Curtis uh, had I to. Was, I guess it wasn't a one time code. Right. Um yeah. So, I mean, if that's how Curtis built his website out and you're going to take advantage of it, I mean, that's kind of, that's dumb. Um, I, I honestly, really good on Curtis because uh, if someone did that to me, like if I, I don't have discount codes for Fox Sky right, right now, but like if someone did do that to me, part of me would be like, I don't know, maybe I just let it slide and like props to Curtis. He stood up for it. Um, and I mean, one or two like is kind of normal, but to like a lot of people, like y'all, it's a small business. Right. I mean, there's a reason why prices are where they're at. Uh, it's yeah. not because they're getting greedy. I know Curtis, Curtis has a shop. He has employees. He's got, um, a family. I mean, so anyways, that's a, uh, my quick reminder to everyone that sometimes that uh, lowing ball, low balling people or taking advantage of discount codes or, uh, flipping just for the sake of like making tons of money. I don't know. There's, there's a point where uh, it's, it's greedy and disrespectful to other people. Yeah. So just be cool. Just like, I, I think people really get obsessed with like gaming a system. And I think maybe we just need to chill out on that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just like, would you want someone to do it to you? I don't know. I, I get kind of grumpy about it, but depends. I don't know. It's also Sometimes. early, 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 and I've only been through one cup of coffee, and I don't think it's quite hit yet. This is feisty me. It's like, hey, guys, be be kind to each other. That's me getting feisty. That is pretty feisty for you. <laughs> You're normally like Mr. Play It Safe, and I'm Ms. <laughs> uh, Speaking um, of playing it safe, um, the reason why I'm so tired, and I'm not going to tell you guys the whole story because I've already spent so much time talking, um, but the... The reason why I'm like hanging in there right now is I stayed up all night, not last night, but the night before I really only got like three, maybe four hours of total sleep. That was all broken up. Um, smoking 17.3 pounds of uh, pork shoulder. That's a lot of pork shoulder. And yeah, no, it was, I'd done the calculation for how long it was going to take. And I had it supposed to be done at 4 PM yesterday. Finally come around to 7 p.m. <laughs> and it's still like just barely approaching the bottom end of like what what my done temperature was. Um, what did you, were you trying to get to like 185 or? No, I was, was trying to get to, I was trying to get to 205 because it doesn't okay. start. The collagen doesn't really, really start breaking down yeah. until closer to 200. So yeah. I had to pull it 200 and wrap it. It was still fall apart. Could have been a little bit more fall apart, but I mean, it turned out. Texas, you got to do that Texas crutch, dude. I've so I've done that before with foil and it just ruined absolutely just slaughtered. No, you need butcher paper. I know, so I have butcher paper this time. Last time I did it with just foil and it just made it so mushy. Um, the bark was just like non-existent. Uh, well, there's ways. Yeah, there's better ways to do it with with foil. I I've written about it. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, next time I will be trying the Texas Crutch to help me get over the uh, 165 degree stall bit. Anyways, the. Part of my thought process behind this is I've got a really early start um, for work for my day job on Monday. That's always really tough. So I'm like, all right, here's the plan. I'm going to get like no sleep Friday night. Saturday night, I'm going to go to sleep early. And that way, come Sunday night, it's going to feel normal to try and go to bed at like seven or eight. And hi, Rick. <laughs> Andrew says hi. Do you want to say hi to the camera? <laughs> he's like Dolly Parton's husband <laughs> uh, yeah so I was up till one in the morning last night just wide awake couldn't sleep I'm like no stop I was supposed to sleep like four hours ago Oof, that's the worst feeling dude 
But my therapist says that when uh, that happens, because I get really anxiety when I get insomnia, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, just get out of bed, do something else, read a book, color, color in a coloring book. She's like, just do something else and don't think about how you can't sleep. Yeah, but it was, it was like that weird, like I was half awake, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I didn't have the energy to get up and do anything, but I didn't have like yeah. the, the amount of sleep I need. Like, uh, I, I haven't had one of those nights in like a couple months now. And that was just brutal because I haven't been used to that at all. I'm sorry, dude. That that does so, suck. Uh, yeah. No, I rolled out of bed like 15 minutes before before we started recording. So I'm, I'm getting there. But my apologies for um, confusing John Snyder and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that was weird, dude. That I don't know where that what part of my subconscious that came from. Well, you know, John Snyder from Electronic Audio Experiments is a genius. He is a genius, and he probably knows more about me than I do myself, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're confusing two people again. Well, cool. Sponsors? Yeah, let's do sponsors, because I know the other big thing that's new with you is kind of what we are here to talk about. <clears throat> yeah, so um, before we talk sponsors... Uh, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It really means a lot to us. Uh, it helps us in the, the search rankings uh, and all the algorithm things. And if you're if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. That also helps. Um, but this week's episode of the Get Offset podcast is sponsored by DistroKid, who makes it easy and affordable to put your music on. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram stories, uh, Tidal, Napster, Deezer, iHeart, like ev- basically every place where you can stream music online, you can get it, uh, you can get it online with uh, with DistroKid, and it's just a one-time fee to get your music on. Actually, that's, um, it's a lot. Ch- so uh, the way like TuneCore and others work is you pay like fifty bucks a year per release or something like that. And DistroKid is just 20 bucks a year for unlimited releases, basically. And uh, Or you can pay 50 bucks up front and have it just there in perpetuity, and you don't have to pay the 20 bucks every year. But if you're releasing music every year or two, 20 bucks a year? Freaking awesome. And you can use the code, uh, use the link in the show notes slash video description, and you'll save 7% on your first year, and it's a way to support the um, the podcast and the, the demo channel. That's my spiel. And they have a lot of cool, fun tools. Did I, tell, did I talk about this last week, some of the things? Or did I do that this week? I did that this week. Um, I went and I, I put Sunday Crush's record, which comes out on Black Friday. I uploaded it into DistroKid. And I was looking at some of their features, like their meme video generator, their their lyrics and the lyrics sync. And it was just, it's really easy and kind of just fun to play around on it. And um, even though we used my the get offset account which is a label account so we can have a lot more bands on it i was able to add sunday crush as a team member so that any money that comes from the streaming or the purchase of the record i use will go straight into the band's account versus mine and that that makes accounting a lot easier and you can even split it like with just individual people so if you've like collaborated with somebody on a record um or a song, because you can do it per song. Um, you can just uh, split that money really easily. I really wish you would have muted yourself before scraping the bottom of that bowl. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did I you think you were down, muted? So I turned down the uh, input game on the interface because uh, my mute button is grayed out on the interface here for the stream. Yeah, I'm, that is weird, isn't it? I really I was like it's recording you. <laughs> no, it's recording, but I was I'm just looking at this going like you started off in like, all right, it's sponsor time. There's a chance to get a couple bites of pie. I can't mute you this. either. And then I went to go mute myself. I just kind of stare like so if you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm just you can kind of see me just staring with the uh-oh. I don't like this. Why won't I do it? And like I clicked a bunch of times and Nope. It, it, I'm, I am permanently unmuted. So there's, there's nothing you can do to, uh, yeah, no. I'm, I guess that explains uh, why this is in, it's in beta. 
still. Right. Yeah, uh, we're using a beta version of the app we've been we've been using for uh, the last couple of years now. They just introduced video. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm not like underwhelmed, but I'm not whelmed either. Yeah, it really bothered me when I did the automatic post production, which I paid for, and then it put the watermark in the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. like ten or fifteen pixels high. Yay high. So that's why on one of the episodes and, and potentially this one as well, I have a big black box at the bottom that has our logo <laughs> and then the episode title. <laughs> Cause I'm like, yeah. screw you guys. I paid for that. You're not watermarking something I paid for. Right. Rude. Well, maybe we, I, you know, tell us what you think. If you're, if you're watching this and you're going, hi, these guys could do better, which understandable. Tell us what we should be using for a, a, a video streaming platform. I'm curious. Or uh, streaming like, platform. Uh, or... StreamYard is cool, but we don't want to do like the live streaming thing. Yeah, no. Because uh, I don't think that I don't think we'd get as many viewers at 9 a.m. on a Sunday that like 60 Cycle Home gets on 8:30 on a. Our entire viewership day. base is going to be British. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be it'd be like East Coasters and stuff too, like noon. But probably not as many in the Pacific Northwest and California as we usually get. Um, yeah, and most of the Pacific. Or- and this is the first thing you want to watch in the morning. Like this right. is the first thing I want to do in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm, I'm just imagining like the entire Pacific Northwest is like a personified monolith, like waking up hungover and going, "No, I can't do Andrew's voice right now. Not happening." <laughs> I think that <laughs> my voice is probably the problem. But you want to talk about um, my my big what's new? Wait, we talk about gear on this show? What the heck? Ooh, fancy. I, I really this do love that the, finish. Um, oh, I know. The Dark Knight finish on Fender released their American Professional 2 series on Tuesday. And damn, if this doesn't still smell like fresh paint. Does it smell like fresh paint or is it just the, the, is the case? Like the glue in the case. No, this hasn't been in the case for a couple days. Gotcha. You know, I ha- once I had a guitar that smelled like maple syrup. Mm. It was um, a D'Armond Starfire, which is like the Epiphone Guild. But um, so this is the American Professional 2 series, a lot of improvements on the American Professional 1 series, which had a lot of complaints, especially in the Jazz Master. Um, yes. Namely that the pickups on the uh, Professional 1 series weren't Jazzmaster pickups, they were secret strap pickups. It didn't have yep. any variation on a rhythm circuit. Yep. Like the, the, the switcher was up here and it was just the, you know, neck, middle, bridge position. Uh, pretty traditional vibrato. But they've made a lot of improvements on this. And it, not just the finish, which I think is just stunning. Um, Best finish that they released this time around. 100%. Yeah. The pickups don't. Still don't sound quite as jazz mastery, but that's fine by me. The um, I think most people are talking about the panorama vibrato on this. So, holy smokes! Yeah, that's so, a, um, a deep dive. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a deep sea dive. <laughs> um, but another cool thing is there's this push. I think Mary Spender called it a push-push pot because it's not a pool. It is like a – so you push down to get it in the down position. You push it again to get it in the up position. But it gets it a more vintage kind of output sound, which I really liked when I was playing. I took this to a Sunday Crush rehearsal, and I really liked the way that sounded. But what I'm really excited about is that instead of having a rhythm switch, it's mm-hmm. a series switch, which I use I use on a lot of guitars. I have that on the Cyclone. I have it on the uh, Starcaster. So it's something that I do use a lot and I really like. Um, what else? It has kind of like a Mustang style bridge, so but actually the correct um, radius, a bone nut. And it's kind of hard to see. I don't know if this will even work, but um, that string tree is just a little bit different than what you find on a yeah. standard guitar. It's, 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 not, it's not quite the roller tree, but it, 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 is a, it does seem a lot nicer than that little flimsy piece of what a stainless steel 
but uh, it's medium high uh, frets, so not, not quite jumbo frets, which means my fingers are getting into some contact with the fretboard when I play. And I think the fretboard needs to be oiled or something. It feels a little dry. Yeah, I mean, that's not abnormal for guitars yeah. out of the box. Yeah, so, but the neck is silky smooth, I would say. And, uh, what? Wow. There we go. Sorry. I was like, just, do you ever like lay awake and you're like, I know that my fingers know how to play that, but can I remember how to play it in my head? Yep. I, I find go. myself thinking that frequently. All right, enough of that. But yeah, no, so those pickups really sound great. Yeah, <laughs> the pickups are really good. I got a lot of compliments on the clean tone in a video, which I never get. Just because people don't usually care about the clean tone. No, I I'm so excited to see the what they've done with the Jazzmaster this time around because uh, to be completely honest, I hated the first one so much. But yeah, cause those, you those came out. That. Well, th those came out right before, or maybe when I after I'd started at Guitar Center. I I was supposed to sell a lot of them, and um. <clears throat> No, I just every time I picked one up or someone came in, it's like, oh, I heard Fender made a new Jazzmaster. Let's take a look at it. And like the comments are always, where's the rhythm switch? This is it. It's not a it's not a Jazzmaster if there's not some sort of rhythm switch. Well, I disagree because <laughs> I have this American Jazzmaster and it has just a position switch. Well, that's oh. also you've got a Bigsby on there, and I mean, Jazzmaster has to have the Jazzmaster. That is a Jazzmaster shaped body. Yeah. But I don't think that's a fine guitar. I don't have anything against the guitar. I just, I have a hard time with like that being a, a Jazzmaster. It's Jazzmaster jazz adjacent. Master. It's a Jazzmaster to me. It's like no. when, so when, when, oh God, hold up. And it's, like, oh yeah, so people hated the pickups. It was something that I frequently heard guitars like people plug in like they're like they're you can kind of see their pickups yeah they like the look on their face like uh huh yeah almost and inevitably people would just frequently want to put it back. Um, my favorite of the first the first round of series my two favorites were the Strat and the uh, the Jag. Which I'm actually kind of surprised I don't don't remember seeing a Jag for the second the second round. No, they had. Um a Stratocaster with, I think, two pickup configurations, the traditional Telecaster, Tele Deluxe, and the Jazzmaster, and then a bass, and then lefties. That's yep. from what I remember. It was really cool when they sent they they sent me a whole like list of, like of the guitars and like which one do you want, and and then there was a watermark for get offs, and I was like, we've made yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know who's who would leak this. <laughs> Right, that was People, my. That was it. Did get like leaked? Like, there's yeah. a Reddit thread where someone like must have undone their watermark and like posted it to Reddit anonymously, because there's definitely a unwatermarked version on Reddit a couple days earlier. Yeah, no. When um when my Fender rep reached out to me, he's like, I don't know if you saw this leaked. It did leak, but I would like you to be a part of this launch. And I was like, I would love to be a part of this launch, and I did not know it leaked. I don't do the Reddit guitar thing because that. That is just such a big subreddit. Uh, yeah, I don't typically cruise Reddit. I have an account. I haven't logged in in forever, but I do snoop every once in a while. Slash mm -hmm. uh, my phone in like the new section of the phone will like recommend articles to me. Yeah. Um, so anything typically, if something blows up big enough in the uh, any of the guitar related subreddits, uh, I end up seeing see seeing the link for it. My my Google Pixel's like, hey, buddy. Heard you like uh, heard you like guitars. Yeah, but it's really cool. I think they really did a lot of things with more sonic range in mind because really with the Jazzmaster and the um, Ampro One series, it was obviously a lot more limited in its sonic capabilities. You know, maybe guitarists don't use rhythm switches that much. I used it when I had um, a Jazzmaster with it, but I like the series switch more. But I know that the the Strats also have the push push. 
and it can add the the neck pickup to um, the bridge and bridge middle position. So you can get all three with a traditional um, setup, and you can also get a uh, just the neck and the bridge. So that's a really cool. Like they really thought about um, just getting the most out of the pickups that they do have. And I really like, I think it's a really cool series. I've only really looked into those two. Uh, initially I was like, Oh, I want the telly deluxe. And I was like, what am I thinking? Just send me the jazz master. Right. No, I do love a good telly. I do love a good telly deluxe, but I've already got two guitars with a two humbucker setup and I don't need, I don't need a third one. I, I do want to look closer at what they did with the strats for this time around. Um, I haven't looked yet. I just know that I part of me is like, I really want a strat because I haven't had a strat for like a year now and I don't regret selling it, but I do regret not having a strat, if that makes sense. <laughs> you just wanted a better strat than that one. Yeah. I, um, I'm hoping that I get a strat soon. I don't so yeah, they you. have the, um, Let's let's see what the if the Tele Deluxe has any interesting wiring things that they mentioned. Before we get too far past the Jazzmaster, I do want to say real quick, um, I want to plug someone else's channel ever so briefly. Uh, Ryan Burke <clears throat> did the oh, video yeah. on the the Panorama trim because um, the, the that's what they're calling the the new Jazzmaster trim system, and mm-hmm. he like opened up and did, like sh- did like these really fancy graphics uh, to show the mechanics, but like. I actually like. I was just watching the video. Like, really, it was like a how it's made video. I'm like, this is this is great. I like it. That was a great video. Yeah. And uh, all of that said, favorite part of the video is uh, he had a really nice shirt on. <laughs> it was a very so, nice shirt. It was a very familiar shirt. I know. So go watch the video, seriously though. Ryan did a phenomenal job of the video, and uh, yeah, yeah, sixty cycle hum. So it looks like, um, so the Tele Deluxe has coil taps, so it can turn the humbuckers into single coils, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the normal Telecaster has. <clears throat> uh, the, the, the treble bleed circuit, nice. Um, single coil. I don't see any mention of there being some sort of push-pull situation with the standard Telecaster. Um Rolled fretboard edges are very nice. Uh, the sculpted neck heel on all of them, which I like, it just makes it a little bit more comfortable when you're higher up on the on the fretboard there. The HSS Stratocaster has a coil split in the in the in the in the bridge, which makes it a lot more like a normal Telecaster if you need, which is kind of neat. Uh, and let's see what the precision base has going on. Anything? No. So they don't all have a push-pull option, and the ones that do, it's really neat, and I think it makes a lot of sense. You're mm-hmm. right. No jazz. No no. Um, no short scales. No short yeah. scales at all. Um, I would love to see like high quality short scale guitars, but it's cool. It's cool, and they're about the mid the mid thousands, the mid one thousands. Oh, so, the Strat. They did do the sculpted heel on the Strat. On all of them. Oh, that you got it on yours too? Yeah. Oh, I I missed that. How did I miss that? I didn't talk about it in the video. Uh, that might be not why. That, How not that you? you watched. Did you watch my forty-five minute video? <laughs> I've I I think I, out of my forty-hour work, my forty-hour work week since I'm not allowed to work overtime. Um, I think I spent if I look at my calendar, eyeballing it about 30 ish hours in meetings. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long week. It's a long week. Um, yeah. No, I, um, I was actually a little bummed and so was my, my fender rep. He like overnighted me the jazz master and I still didn't get it until the day after it launched. And I was like, well, since I'm not really going to like get the first jump with just an unboxing video, I have to do more. So I did the unboxing and then I took it to band practice and really put it through the paces. So the video has a little bit like a five minute clip of um, different parts of the band practice with sort of different, different sounds. I was getting actual effects, actual band. Um, 
And then I did a secondary react- reaction video where I talk about my experience after having spent a couple days with the guitar. And I think that I think that's gone over really well. I think people appreciated that. And I kind of got that idea from Mike Adams, who uh, he encouraged me to do that. So uh, thank you, Mike. Um, I think that was the way to go. It does make the video quite a bit longer. But like even in the unboxing, I was so excited. I didn't really like play through all of the the pickup positions in a very natural way, to be honest. And uh, so to, to come back with my head a little cooler, not super duper in the honeymoon phase and just go through the different positions sort of like one at a time so people can hear the differences unless you're on your iPhone and in which case, whatever. Sorry, you probably can't hear the differences clearly, but get headphones. I got that weird comment this this time, this week, remember? All the pickups are the same. All the pickups sound the same. Like, yeah, okay. Maybe invest in some better headphones because they certainly don't. Right. Like, okay there, buddy. You need to get more creative with your trolling. Yeah. Someone someone said, you should invest in in a tube app and buy less guitars. I'm like, you think I bought all these? Well, more importantly, (laughs) you don't have – wait, you don't have a tube app right now, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the Harmony. You go to the I have harmony. two tube amps. I have the silver tone as well, but I need there's a failing tube in it. I need to just haven't had time to investigate. Uh, the milkman is essentially a tube amp. <laughs> I do not have a tube amp, and honestly, I still like my tone. You what? I, you just I, still I like, like my, your tone? Yeah. I, I, I like it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Granted, both of my amps, like the Iridium and the uh, the Tone Master Deluxe Reverb. Uh, mm-hmm emulate tube pretty well nothing bad to say about either of them oh yeah i love the iridium um and i also have the champ amp at the uh at the practice space so yeah i got tube amps they're just not like the the 50 pound tube amps that whatever dude i don't i don't have the time i don't like if i had a roadie maybe i'd be like yeah tube amp like if i could afford a benson or like a really nice milkman i would certainly do it but uh right now at this point in my my career unless until i get like a roadie i'm just gonna i'm just gonna use gear that's easy to carry i think my what i want i think i want my next big uh, amp purchase or really my next big gear purchase in in general i do want to be a benson just kind of want to sock some money away little by little and just make it happen because they do sound magical yeah, I really want one too, but I, it, I think I'm it, kind of far away from it. I just like it's not on. I I need to get a really nice, a couple really nice microphones before I get. Yeah, no, I mean, certainly nothing wrong with that. But I don't know. I've just been like, for the most part, I'm really happy with my guitars. There's a couple things I need to change on a couple of them, but for the most part, I'm really happy with the sounds I've got. Um, the only thing I could maybe see myself adding to the lineup is a Strat, and. Yeah. I haven't had a Strat since my first guitar. My first electric guitar was a Squire Strat. Well, you got a Tornado. That's essentially a Strat, right? No. no. Oh, Cyclone. You're thinking of the Cyclone. Cyclone, yes. Yeah, the Cyclone is essentially a, a short-scale Strat, especially now that I have like those Josephina handwounds in it. But, um, yeah. I d- will probably need to thin the herd, as 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 they say. But I also don't know what I would get rid of. I like them. I like the guitars. I have the space for them right now. They're not really... I don't know. I don't know what I could sell very easily. Like, I've done so many mods on most of them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, always no, hard with mods. Them. You never get your money back. Sorry, I'm looking at the, the colors for the strats, and I think I like the Olympic white with the torque guard. I like the um, I like the what they're calling the mercury finish, which just feels to me like the Antigua finish. That's a silver burst. Yeah, a silver. That burst. just looks like a silver burst. Yeah. What's what's the difference between Antigua? The color green. Color. Like a really deep puke shade of green. I'm gonna say it. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't like I don't like Antigua. It, even in person, it just doesn't look. 
it doesn't look right to me. And I, I get that it's a classic finish and that, you know, history, yada, yada. Bleh. Charlie Pride, dude. I actually, the first thing I asked for is I wanted the um, American Professional 2's Heli Deluxe. And I think I was the surf green I asked for. The seafoam cream or the mystic As- surf green. The sea chrome, yeah. That the, well, Ryan Burke is calling it sea chrome. It it doesn't photograph in these pictures. It looks just like a a surf green, but uh-huh. it is very chromey. Right. But then I was just like, maybe I just want to feel like Ryan from Demos in the Dark. I'm like, I shouldn't. I shouldn't just get that. So the Jazz no. Master, and also that I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the the Tele Deluxes were ready. Maybe, yeah, it's fine. No, I'm just looking at the Strat. If I was going to add anything, I'd probably add an HSS Strat. And one thing, like the wiring configuration that I've been fancying the idea of is um, instead of doing like a push-pull pot, uh, is doing, uh, there's a mod you can do where in position four, wait, which direction we do? Strat position start, the number start at the bridge? Or they start at the neck? I think so if we're starting at the bridge, then position two, where it's your bridge in your middle position, it automatically splits the humbucker um, in that that position. So you get the the quacky dual single coil sound on positions two, um, and then and then obviously position four, you don't need to split because you don't have a HSH. Um, but it's a really slick mod. I know I've talked to Curtis Lamberton about how to make that happen, but I'm looking at this going well. I don't like the idea of a push full, but a push push I could probably. It seems like such a small thing, but I feel like that changes the way I look at that. I, mm. I sometimes have trouble with the with the pools. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, occasionally I'll do it, and the uh, the knob will come off with it, especially yep. if it's not like the kind that you screw the in set with. Screw. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem I've encountered with those before. I don't know if I've encountered that issue before. I think my big thing is like if I'm picking or whatever, I've then got to like kind of like tuck my pick under uh, my finger to be able to like actually grab and pull up and then bring the pick back out and keep playing. And that's just an unnecessary amount of extra steps for me to do like during a song transition. So if I could just like hit it real good with my pinky, if my pinky's strong enough or even my ring finger. I'm just thinking about, I think I just use these two fingers, like the middle and the, the ring to pull it. Yeah, I never, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a guitar with a push pull right now. I had, I was on the Epiphone SG that I sold uh, earlier in quarantine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I could, I could never get it like with without using my thumb. I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's just like I, I don't want to risk. I don't ever like to risk something, a part of my guitar falling off into my hand while I'm playing. Like yeah. I've had to have it with my Duesenberg Les Trim too a couple times. More than a couple. Oh times. really? Yeah. I guess I probably just am not tight- tightening it enough. But Ooh. that's the problem I've had with it. I think you just gotta continuously like tighten it, and I just am bad about that. Um, and I've had the knob come off into the hand once while playing, but I think I just smashed it back on. That was an easier, easier fix. But uh, there was like, I think it was New Year's Eve, the Les Trim 2 came off in my hand and I was just like, ah, what do I do with this now? (laughs) (laughs) Just toss it to the crowd. What could go wrong? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I lost that arm. I never found it. I had to buy replacements. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Embarrassing, embarrassing. Um, So I think, are are we done talking about the Am Pro 2s? I, I, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I'm just clicking around the Fender website going, ooh, I want that, and I want that, and I want yeah. that, and I can't afford any of it. Yeah. But uh, earlier this week, you and Terror had sent me a post from Numos, a picture of Numos. I and did. And it said, uh, so to those who don't don't know, Numos is like the rock club in, in Seattle. It's where it's – where, you know, those indie level bands tend to play one of them. And it's probably the bigger one. I played there um, a couple times, Numos and Barboza, their, their underground smaller club version. And it's like, I just love it. I love that place. I love the people who work there. Um, but there was a big banner on the side of Numos 
that said coming soon and had a picture of a condo. And Andrew sent me this in terror. And I was like, oh, my God. And uh, I read it. I was free. I'm like, no, 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 no. Bad. Bad squishy. Bad, bad. bad. And uh, let's see if I can find it really quickly. But because our our Facebook chat's really long right now because you are helping me with my computer. Oh, yeah. Coming soon unless we act now. Right. Music and wash. Oh, let me move this over here so I can read it. In Washington is in crisis since COVID-19, our independent music venues were the first to close. Without assistance, the majority are at risk of never reopening. What will replace them if we don't save our venues? And then in all all caps, bold. Together, we can keep music live in Washington. Find out more. Donate at keepmusiclivewashington.com. Yeah. So that's that's something that like it's it's really stark and I think that's a it's a brilliant campaign to help raise money and bring attention because what we need is legislatures to our our lawmakers to create some relief for live music because when you think about and I always have the problem in Nashville people want to move to Nashville because of the art scene they're like oh it's got this great cultural vibe it's got these cool places and then the places that were the reason people went to Nashville and love Nashville close and get replaced with condos. Yep. And we, we don't want to see that happen here. Like live music and the musical scene is such an important part of Seattle's history and their present day. It's, it's, it's part of what makes Washington and Seattle very special. And it's true. Live music was the first thing to stop with COVID. It's going to be the last thing to come back, especially in these indoor clubs and yep. they had full-time employees that they – and they have rent. And – because most of them don't own the, the building. It's kind of rare to own your building right. because it's such an expense. And, like, they are just hemorrhaging money. The staff, like, are they ever going to be able to come back even? It's just they need mm-hmm. to – they need the help to maintain uh, their space and have, like, a hold on it. Otherwise – it is just going to become another condo. Yep. Which, and then where are the musicians going to play when it's time to come back? Like even the smaller venues where you cut your teeth, like you need those. You need Connor Burn. You need uh, the Tractor Tavern. You need Tim's Tavern. You need the Sunset. You need these places because like you you can't. Like, well, and this was a soft spot works. pre-pandemic too. I mean, we you had the. Yeah. Um, um, market the um, showbox of the market uh, had that big campaign where that they were getting th- they were threatening to to get it knocked down, um, which would have been really sad. That would have um, been sad. Uh, El Corazon it's an AEG pre- venue, though, and to be clear, AEG could have very easily afford to keep. Yes, it, and they're just kind of no. There's to put the other on people, which is kind of dumb. The the threatening involved was definitely uh, misrepresented by and large by. Uh, local media, I think. Um, well, no, it's like I think AG just we're not we're not talking about that, but like uh, yeah, El Corazon, El Corazon. They announced that that was getting knocked down beforehand, which is uh, before the pandemic, which is already set. So we're like we're already seeing some of that pre-pandemic, and then you go and put a pandemic down, and I mean, government's got to be able to do something about that because realistically, I mean, this this. This is the kind of stuff that drives economy and uh, quality of life. And I get that the housing market has to be a really important part of the economy, but it's such an interconnected web. And I just, my concern as someone who's not an economist is that you go and disrupt huge chunks of the web. Rebuilding post pandemic is going to be that much more difficult, that much more painful and uh, a little bit less joy than Seattle deserves. Yeah, so uh, I really am going to put I'm going to put the, the link in the uh, the show notes if I can remember, which I hopefully will. Um, so check that out. Sign up. Give. Um, there's also the camp the similar campaign Save Our Stages, uh, which has similar goals, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's another one to check out. This one is more specific to Washington, so I don't know if if the the viewers all over and listeners all over will will care as much 
But um, I, I think that look to see if there's something similar in your own community and, and please support these local venues. If you support the arts, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably care about the arts. You probably uh, care about music if you're not a musician yourself. So even if you're not a musician, you care about music, you need to care about live venues. Even like that, that's just, the, that's just the facts. When we are able to mosh again, I want somewhere to be able to do that. <sighs> Have fun moshing. I just want to see the whole steady again. <laughs> Uh, there's, I, I, I went through a round of like the shows that I missed the year before COVID because like, I'll just get them next time. Like not going to bang my head I've, on the microphone physically, but, um, yeah. 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 I miss playing live shows. I really do. And I just want places to play when, when that's a thing again, like when my band releases our record, we're not going to be able to tour off of it. So I don't really know how. We're going to have to find other ways to support it. But when it is time to tour again, like we want, we want there to be places. We want there to be options for us um, to play in different cities because if there are fewer venues and there's more competition and then it's going to be a lot harder for a band to start to build their work, their way up in the ecosystem. Like sure. We don't have places like no fun in Portland or hotel Vegas and Austin. Um, we're just, it's going to suck. Yep. 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 But yeah. tis what tis. And I'm trying not to get too doom and gloom about what I have very little control over. Um, yeah. That's a good way but, to look at the world outside of your circle of influence, but you can do some things about it. You can voice your support. You can sign up for this email list. Like, let's see waste. How can I help uh, donate, follow them yeah. on social and sign up uh, for email updates. And if you donate to, um, uh, keep music live wa.com it is tax deductible and it might be eligible for an employee match well yes there you go i think that's the perfectly most depressing way to end the episode oh we're gonna end it like that <laughs> would you like me to say something super cheery I just want to show off my pumpkin that Rick got me at the grocery store. Aww. It's a itty bitty little pumpkin the size of a softball with a black kitty cat painted on it. We had pumpkins and they already rotted and had to get thrown out. So we need to get more pumpkins. <laughs> that happens when you buy them too early. That's, that's, that's a common mistake. When I lived in Nashville every year, I would have a big pumpkin carving party with my friends. But I haven't done that since I moved to uh, Seattle, which makes me sad. I like the pumpkin carving party. Gave me an excuse to uh, smash some pumpkins. <laughs> I, I don't want to start on the smashing pumpkins. That's a favorite topic of yours, I know. Yeah. I saw on Twitter there was this thread of um, women bassists, and someone commented this thread, and, like, the Pixies have had two female bassists, and then neither of the ones they mentioned were Kim Deal. And I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you for how are you forgetting Kim Deal? Literally, how do you forget Kim Deal when you're thinking about the Pixies and Basis? Like, uh, my God, Hall Halloween's a week away. Uh, everyone, plan your costumes because Lord knows I have not yet. Uh, and and enjoy away. the season as best as you can in a socially responsible way. And uh, until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for, for understanding. understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. <laughs> my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye.